This podcast is brought to you by the Amateurs Fantasy Sports Network. Hello and welcome to the second of our 17 episode pre teams series where we we go through the teams before we get into the the, the heart of the preseason. Uh quick shout out to the uh Caloundra 6th grade team. I'm going to be playing against in a couple of weeks. We just had a big uh off air cricket chat. Yeah, my stats very unimpressive, so I, I, the boys asked me to share them on air but I won't. But guys, speaking of unimpressive, we're going to go straight for the West Tigers today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> That was like a straight. That was a straight bat shot there. That one, um, guys. Obviously, West Tigers got the spoon last year. We got them in sixteenth. They are, you know, a team that could, you know, come into anywhere from, you know, eighth down to the wooden spoon, and no one would be shocked. They welcome Jerome Luai next year. Finally announced, uh, uh, Jerome Luai. Luai might be the most Tigers Tigers signing in Tigers history. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. It is up there, isn't it? It's it is like what is it? One point four million dollars yeah. or one point two million dollars a year? Man, oh my god! It's five years for six mil. Is that right? I, I, so let me ask this question: Who? Okay, the Tigers retention and recruitment manager is sitting there watching the grand final from last year where the Panthers are getting their asses handed to them by the Broncos. Jerome Luai goes off the field, and all of a sudden the Panthers are a significantly better team and goes, you know what, the guy who just went off the field when they were losing and that's now winning is worth $1.2 million. That's that's the guy we need. I think it goes towards the unavailability of good halves coming up. Like Everyone's kind of on contract. But and is that a good is that a good excuse for pissing no, no, off no, for the next not. six years? No, no, and no one no one's saying that. But I think <laughs> I think that's what it goes to. Like so many of the the best halves are either retiring soon or like are locked down for a long time. So you can see why Tigers threw a lot of money at him because he's at least like interesting. But it's just impossible to know how good he's going to go outside of the Panthers <laughs> system. I do think he went pretty well at Origin level. Like I think he almost performed better than Cleary. Yeah, that's not really saying a lot from Cleary at origin level though, is it? No, it's not. It's not. And so like but but I but I think yeah, I can I can see why teams want to spend money on a big, you know, sexy available player, but I I am with you in that I don't think he's worth <sighs> what they spent for him. Like if you said to me like pick a player in the NRL that every team is not allowed to sign the the player that the Tigers would have not been allowed to sign because he would be the worst possible option for their team would have been Jerome Loy for me. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my god! Like, you know, like I know, I know, like, like Aiden Caesar. As much as it, like, you know, who the the Tigers need? Chad Townsend. They needed Chad Townsend. <laughs> And and he's not available, so they got Aiden Caesar, which is pretty much exactly the same thing. And I'm a big Aiden Caesar guy, <laughs> big Aiden Caesar guy, big Aiden Caesar guy. <laughs> and he was a he was like the perfect signing for the Tigers because he's because he's the complete opposite of Jerome Luai, and he's like the anti 
you know, everything that the Tigers stand for. He is like, you know, corned beef and mashed potatoes with no salt whatsoever in the mashed potatoes. Like there's that so is so much it. salt. There's so much salt in corned beef already. So. That's what I mean. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's well, it's well, you know, like it's thawed out. It's got some boiled peas. You know, you see it and you're like, yeah, okay, that's exactly that meal is exactly what it is, and it's no more or no less than that. You know, there's a corned beef and mashed potatoes with, you know, veggies can only be as low as a four, but it can only be as high as a six. And that's exactly what the Tigers needed because they don't have that. And and I I love the Caesar signing. And, you know, now they're going to be stuck with, like, Jaden Sullivan, Latufenu, and Jerome Luai. And uh, there's three five-eights there. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Did he play seven for summer? Uh, Latufeno. No, Luai. Uh, no, I think I say Katoa did. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I, 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 yeah, I just, I really just need to see how it goes. But, it, on but he's not a, he's not a seven though. He's no, clearly he's not. not a seven. He's not. No, he's not. But it's almost, it's almost. Uh, I, I think it just it, again, it just goes to the. The paucity in the position. There's no one. There's no one available. The Warriors will what, be. What was that word you, you just used? Like that sounded like a solicitor word. To yeah, me. it was a bit of a solicitor word. <laughs> uh, paucity, what? the presence of something in only small or insufficient qualities or amounts. You know, oh, it's like, like there's it. not there's not okay. many. You know, there's not many going around, and there's certainly not many off contract that are potentially mm. like his ceiling is really high. I think Luai. But we just none of us think that he's going to be as good on the Tigers. So if he's if he's on the ball all the time, is his is he like Cody Walker? I, I, Ryan, I, I, you feel like you're sitting there silently. I'm sorry. Um, Ryan, Ro, Rob, and I are just tennis shotting hot hot takes back to each other, and you're just sitting there, you know, letting no, no. us say stupid shit. I'm, <laughs> so I'm here on I'm here on uh, on fact checking duty while you guys chat. So uh, World Cup uh, Samoa Jerome Luai was the five eight. Anthony Milford, your halfback for Samoa. Yeah, okay. Milf, Milf. There you go. Nice. There, there you go. go. Thanks. And he, I think he's available, mate. It, 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 there's some paucity for you, Anthony Milford. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bother him. <laughs> but like, what um, what uh, halves are available that you would want on your team in 2025? Oh well, I mean, I don't really have that problem as a Cowboys fan. No, you definitely don't, because because honestly, Dearden was one of the best, um, f- like possible free agents available. But, it, but okay, but you look at okay, but like take a step back and you look at some of the other teams there, like you know the like Jock Madden, like he's a halfback, right? You know, yep. and he's sitting there in the Broncos. He'll take over once the maybe once Reynolds retires, the Raiders are. a Dumpster fire, same with the Bulldogs. And, you know, I mean, the Sharks, you know, Dolphins have got a bunch of bad halves. Manly have nothing. So, I mean, you're probably right. Uh, You know, I guess the question needs to be asked is, like, uh, Jonah Pezzett, like, what's he – is he just going to be reserve grade Storm for the next five years or – like did 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 they do they do they ask questions about him? You know, like I, I like it, I, though, right? I, I know it's it's not a splashy signing. I mean, Lou is a splashy signing, and I mean Huge. he's gonna if if he turns out to be like if if he's Cody Walker, one point two million dollars a year is fine. 
The, I mean, they had Luke Brooks on a mill, right? So they've just replaced Brooks. A bad Luai. contract with another bad contract. Yeah, but I think I'd rather have Luai than Brooks. Because you haven't seen Jerome Luai playing for a bottom two side. You've seen him playing in a triple premiership winning Panthers side. No, no, I, and I agree. I, I agree with you. But I, I think it goes to the – it does go to the point that there's no one available and the Tigers literally have got nothing to be excited about apart from Jareem Buller. So when someone the, comes available uh, – I think the bigger issue uh, for the NRL is that there's a real distinct lack of young quality halfbacks coming through. For sure, for sure. Um, this is a real issue. Yeah, like the only real stars, like Nathan Cleary obviously was a star from almost the get-go, but that was eight years ago now. And um, I Sam- think Sean Johnson was too. Yeah, Again, but, okay, yeah. but they but they came in, but like that, so just like I, I'm just going to speak because I know about the Cowboys, right? Yeah. So the Cowboys have got Chad and they've got Dearden, who will be the starting halves. They've got Jake Clifford, who was, uh, you know, coming through, he was a gun half that sort of didn't pan out. They got Tom Duffy, and then they got Zach Lamont, who's the fifth half option up in the Cowboys, who was the Queensland under twenty ones halfback last year, and he's their fifth choice half. Why is it that a player like Duffy or you know Lamont, who's fourth or fifth string at the Cowboys, and not getting a, a go anytime soon? That's assuming that they don't move Drinkwater into the halves and play Valentine Holmes at fullback or any other guy that they got a fullback there you know why is it that there's teams starting guys like Kyle Flanagan and I think I think it's because you have to take a bit of a gamble like look at Metcalf for the Warriors like no well, one he, really yeah, knew what but he was he's, he's like. a great example right you yeah Metcalf so they had to sign him from effectively reserve grade at the Sharks and then even when he started at the Warriors it was still a bit of a steep learning curve right yeah, but 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 he showed flashes of brilliance without a doubt. Without and, a doubt, and if and still... if you if you go into twenty twenty five with Metcalf and Tamari Martin as your halves pairing, you're not going to be upset with that, are you? No, but Metcalf only is Metcalf is actually an example of a player that is off contract after twenty twenty four that a team should be looking to sign. Yeah. So yeah, I I hope the Warriors lock him up because that'd yeah. be great because we've got um. Harris Tavita as well, who can possibly play yeah. seven and possibly be Sean's heir apparent. But as long as we have someone like Metcalf yeah. in in the six, um, yeah. but yeah, I agree. There's it's it's a it's a tough position, and it also the prop position is also very hard because look at the Adam Fanua Blake debacle. Like, yeah, really hard I mean, to replace that level of um, qu- prop quality and. Sure, but he yeah. was a he was a he was a bog average prop at Manly that became good in the last two years at the Warriors. I think he was good his last year at Manly. Oh, was he's he good. Like he's he's good. But like you know, he was like I would have put him on a tier with you know Blake Laurie. Hmm. You know, I think like, more more game breaking than him. But but like you know I wasn't like oh my god I had yeah, to feel yeah, yeah, like yeah. maybe like three prop you know was like Hamlin Ueli kind of vibes like yeah come play, off the play, bench play really players well el- players elevate yeah. but uh, guys we have just spent eleven minutes talking about players that don't currently play for the West Tigers so we're going to focus in a little bit here Dream Bull is going to play he's going to play fullback for the West Tigers he's probably going to. Uh, average slightly more than he did last year, but failing a drastic improvement for the Tigers, uh, irrelevant for fantasy. The wings, 
uh, of interest because <laughs> David Nofaluma is uh, is nominated as one of our wingers here, and he definitely has some value. Assuming he plays, um, you know, but is is kind of his his previous worst season before last year was thirty seven point four, and he's priced at thirty three. Ryan and he's got a forty five average in his in his kit bag, but. I mean, Nofaluma, is he going to play round one for the Tigers or is he going to be on a different club by then? No, mate, Nofaluma is apparently uh, the one bloke who gets uh, less runs than you in, apparently. Um, so. <laughs> I thought we said we were going to talk about cricket. <laughs> it was you, mate. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, oh, look, it's, it's one of those ones where it, it wouldn't shock me if he's not even in the side round one. Um, it's it's hard to have much faith because it's been a little while now since he's really put on uh, uh, his best uh, season. I think he, he might might just be a little bit past it now at this stage in his career. Yeah. I think we've got to have a look at um, the guy they signed from Super Rugby, uh, Solomon Alemalo. I think he'll get a go at some point and he is massive and really good. So... Let's hope that happens and that Norfoluma just burns all his bridges at the Tigers. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Norfoluma, he was sort of pretty solid when he went over to the Storm and I'm sure this team's going to be looking for a, a winger, but I mean, yeah, like uh, for fantasy, I'm, I'm sort of not really interested. And then Junior Tupo is the other one. He's actually uh, – I've never seen a winger score as little tries as this bloke. 30% try scoring rate last year is just absolutely a travesty. Uh, he has to have some upside there, but as to exactly how much, who knows? Uh, oh. yeah. And then he's off to the drag, uh, not to the dragons off to the dolphins next year as well. Well, uh, you know who had also a 30% try scoring rate last year, David Nofaluma. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. What a dumpster the wing, So yeah, apparently the Tigers just don't score through their wingers. Well, I think you could have just finished that. Sentence. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the wiggers was the last redundant, couple. Of, but, yeah. the, the last couple of words. Um, hey, yeah. Alex Tile finally scored a try last year. So, don't, mm. man, don't get me started on Alex Tile. Yeah. <laughs> I got a whole, I got a whole rant coming for that. But Can't Brent Naden, Brent Naden's going to play center. Uh, he is a player that plays in the NRL. Uh, and Stafford Toa is the other center. He actually uh, was gunning it. Uh, in his opening eight center starts, he was averaging 46 points, including 101 points against the Cowboys, where he absolutely took Valentine Holmes' pants down. Uh, but then finished the season with a 29.3 average in his last eight matches. So, well, speaking, I've just, you know, I've, I've noted him here because of the center, you know, I think that you sort of alluded to in a previous episode, Rob, about the the shortage of centers and, you know, if we are forced to jump on somebody and look for some value, Stafford Toa could be one that, that has some, if the Tigers are to improve. Hmm. I think they will improve. How do you, do you think they've got better or worse? Oh, they have to have gotten better. Because it's what we think Caesar and Finu in the house. And then. Yeah. I think that's a better combination for them though. Yeah, because what I was mean, it last year? I mean, Dewey got hurt pretty early. Yeah, it was and, Brooks and, and um, uh, unremarkable number two. Wakeham. Yeah, who was it? Wakeham. 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 Yeah, and then, I mean, even just like John Bateman rocked up really late and injured. Yeah. 
And, and he know, was actually like pretty him. good to end the season. But, well, not to end the season, but for, for, for stints of the season, he was he yeah. was good. So Yeah, and I mean, they've added Jaden Sullivan as well, who, I mean, he's a, he's a you know, he's a guy who is... Plays the NRL. Yeah. He, he does play in the NRL, and he could do a job, uh, yeah. potentially. Yeah. But, I mean, as you sort of alluded to, we have Latu Fainu and Aiden Caesar projected to be in the halves. Latu Fainu, he's the sort of heir apparent and potential... You know, half back to Jerome Luai's five eighth. Uh, he is a uh, a gun who, who you know they specifically hire uh, Brett Kamali, who's their uh, head of uh, retention or whatever. That explains a lot. Um, he 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 said that they got Aiden Caesar to be the uh, the senior half and organizer that allows Latufenu to develop, um, and then. You know they can use Latu as the, uh, the halfback to Luis five eighth in in twenty twenty five, but I mean Latu Fanu if he starts he's going to be the uh, you know the cash cow to get. Although Ryan, uh, you know tough on here with the the Tigers having the round one bye. Yeah, I mean it's uh, <laughs> it puts a spanner in the works uh, mainly because you're not going to know if for certain that he's got that job until round two. Um, I, I don't mind getting like the a buy out of the way earlier in the year because it's the only time of year you're guaranteed to have a full team, basically. Um, it's it's just the risk of uh, all of a sudden Benji's changed his mind and uh, he, he's going to go with somebody else. He's going to go with Sullivan at 5-8 or something like that. That's really the only risk you're playing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, like, at the end of the day, it's a bit like the Tyrell Sloan from last year where... Mm. Yeah, because they were first round by last year, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. The ben was still I do wonder if it's a good option if you, like, clearly uh, make a mistake and then he shows up round two, you know, and then you can just trade that person down. Sure. Yeah. I actually really liked the starting with about 200K in the bank strategy last year. For sure, yeah. Um, you know, and it just sort of let me pivot. And I had a cut. I had two guys who had the buy round one in Murdoch Missile. Did you start with Sloan in the end? I think I did. Yeah, I, d- I think I did, I did and, it, and it ended yeah. up being quite good. But I was really happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I don't mind it. Uh, Caesar, obviously, at halfback, he's a really interesting option. Uh, if he's going to be goal kicking, which he should be because he's an 84% goal kicker, uh, plus. You know, any stats that we're looking at for Caesar, he doesn't have the PVL bump, what I would call. Uh, so anything was – it's pre – it's 2019 or, or previous, so he doesn't have the the attacking stats bump. So, I mean, if he gets uh, – you know, he's at 35. Um, I was looking at his games where he uh, averages 80% kicking. Uh, he, he's got a 42 average in that but he actually only kicked goals on 40% of those games. So um, I, I think he's, if he's the dominant half with Latifanu, I think he's a 45 average sort of guy. But I, I, like, um, I, I find it hard because he's not a dynamic playmaker. I'm kind of finding it hard to get excited. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. It's he's one of those ones where you like you're going to be sweating on him getting to 45 every single week, aren't you? Um, it, it's never going to be a pleasant ride there. Uh, he's just going to be one of those guys where like all of a sudden he's his kick meters get added five meter, uh, five minutes before full time or something like that, and your score jumps up ten points. Um, it's yeah, 
yeah. Uh, but no, you're right. Look, if he's if he's going to be doing all of the base stats, uh, the goal kicking, the in play kicking, um, I mean, he also, I guess, is the sample size we have wouldn't have included uh, turnover tackles. I'm assuming, and as well as um, force dropouts. So that potentially a bump there as well. Yeah. No. Exactly right. So I mean, he's he's fine. He, he like he's currently sitting in my team, but he's one I'm going to be happy to to sort of move on if the the cash makes sense. I think, and I, I prefer to take a gamble on the 230k half than the mid 400s guy. Uh, moving into the forwards, David Clemmer, Stefano Ducamano is going to open the uh, the props. We, we've got here uh, Bateman playing lock with Bloor and Papali'i on the edges, but it may be that it's you know. Bateman starting on the edge and Bloor off the bench and, you know, somebody else, you know, Paul Lee or whoever starts at lock and first changes Bloor on and Bateman to the middle. I uh, had a look at Bateman and he's actually really, really interesting if we know he's going to be playing majority middle minutes. Uh, you know, sort of, I, I had a look and I think he was pretty close to 60 average, although, you know, spending mid 700s for a, an edge, this year seems to be a bit unnecessary uh, given the options. Yeah. I never actually owned Bateman or Papali'i last year and it was just really stressful watching the Tigers every single week. But I think in the end it was okay. Like it was the, the good games were not that were good, but the bad games were quite bad. Um, mm. They're not both Papali'i and Bateman were both just their floor and ceiling were so so like low and high respectively that you could kind of get away with it. Uh, Papa Lee, he was a dumpster fire, man. For anyone that had him, it was, that was really horrible. But I did have Bateman and draft and he was a really good option there. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I just don't know how they're going to go. Uh, new hat, new, like completely new halves pairing. Um, Coruscant was pretty good, but um, yeah, I just don't know how they're going to go at all this year. What I'm really hoping for is Caesar just decides to get some clean ball out to the edges instead of trying to, you know, do the Brooks and be the hero. I think that's mm. what I'm sort of, you know, hoping I for. I think he will. I think he will. I think I think getting rid of Brooks is good. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about for everybody at, at Manly. I think Brooks will go well at Manly. Um, yeah. But it's because Papali'i, just the massive difference between running off Moses versus running off Brooks, right? Um. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just you know, straying across to Papali'i, if you look at his try scoring rate from 2021-2022 combined, uh, it was 42.5% try scoring rate. And then 2023 it was 8.7%. Yeah. Which is almost exclusively the issue in their um in their uh in his his sort of average. But I mean if you have a look at it. Uh, they actually faced five. They've got five matchups in their opening eleven games against bottom five projected teams, which is sort of pretty nice. Uh, but I, I think my rule of thumb here with the Tigers is probably going to be Latu Fainu, and that's it. Like, uh, 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 has yeah, got a little bit of value get, um, and a rookie winger, perhaps. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think right. Papali'i and or Bateman will be options at some point during the season. But Oh, 100%. And the big um, thing with the Tigers is they've got uh, the round one bye and then they've got uh, – they don't have another bye um, 
until round thirteen. So, so for a head-to-head player, like they're 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 perfect uh, as long as you don't like you, you know you start round one. They got round thirteen and round twenty-six. So you know you can buy them as a head-to-head player and just sort of roll them all the way through. Even for the overall guys, you know, as we saw, round thirteen was kind of the easiest one to deal with last year because you had the most sort of predictability and it sort of went to shit later on. So you know, so, there's something to be said about having somebody who's available 14, 16, 17, 19, 20. So, yeah, and it's not till twenty six. Their second buy is it? So I think third buy. Sorry. So yeah, it's um. It's actually pretty good. You're right, and 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 if someone, if you if you want someone like Papaletti or Bateman, who you know are going to be starting round two, then wheels up. Yeah, I think I'd be more inclined to get Papaletti based on the price. Yeah, what's the difference? Uh, About thirty four k, seven sixteen yeah. versus thirty four k. Yeah, twenty twenty four, seven forty for Bateman. Twenty forty for Bateman. Yeah. Yeah, if Bateman's playing, if Bateman is playing majority lock through the trials, he's the buy. Uh, if if it's Papali, if not, it's Papali. Yeah. If you want to go that way, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, lastly, uh, obviously Appy as well. He played a lot of halves and did some goal kicking, which is where he got a lot of his average. He was terrible when he played just like limited minute hooker, which is what I think we're gonna see. And you know, he's a an avoid again for the year, but. Um, guys, I don't want to hear another word about Alex Twell's try score. I just, I, I don't care. Like, <laughs> no, all I was saying was that it was his first try, and then we no, can just leave no, it. I, no, I know it that, but just people keep talking about it, and like they're like, oh yeah, but Alex Twell's try, and it's like I don't, like I don't get. I, he's shit, and I don't care. Like the Tigers suck, and he sucks, and I don't care. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just let, let it go. Hey, uh, uh, no, yeah, he, I've never seen someone celebrate a try so much. But obviously, Rob's a, Rob's a big Alex Twell guy. Oh yeah, I yeah, am no, a, a big I know. Alex Twell guy. But yeah, I'm I'm proud for him that he scored his try. But he's just he's never going to be fantasy relevant, is he? No, um, no. But it, but even just like okay, I, I, let's sort of and like I made a tweet about this, and I had a couple of angry Tigers fans replying to me. He's the like the opposite of what the Tigers DNA is. And, like, not in a good way either. You know, like how we were talking earlier, like, oh, you know, like Caesar could actually be good for him because he's a steadying influence. Like, the, the Tigers said in their preseason that they wanted to, like, beat teams 40 to 38. That was how they were going to approach the game. But then they had Alex Twell playing 55 minutes a game. Off the bench. Yeah. And, like, you know, and, like, it's he's like Aiden Tolman, but, like, not as good. Yeah, I won't hear any Aiden Tolman slander. No, I like Aiden Tolman. That's the point. Remember yeah. the like the old like Ryan. I know you were like right in the midst of this. This is pre uh, before we sort of were, were uh, mates with Rob. Where uh, the old fifth tackle Aiden Tolman hit hit up. <laughs> yeah, the go to like, <laughs> the, the yeah. It's like the Aiden Tolman gets the ball in the fifth unexplainably and just hits it up for six metres, turns his back, and it's like an eight-second play of the ball. That was – that's the Alex – I just – like, it's just – I don't know why it is that bad teams insist on having guys who are terrible for their play style, come off the bench, or play massive minutes, and they think they're like, oh, yeah, but he's solid defensively. It's like, yeah, but that's not what your team's about. And, like, mm. you know, it, it, it's, yeah, it's just so – He's just a weird cult hero, 12, isn't he? Like – 
He kind mm. of represents all the kind of old school, yeah. slow play of the ball part of the game yeah. that's kind of almost been phased out. But everyone yeah. loves him because he didn't score a try for so long. And now he's got a try. You could almost just put him in reserve grade. Happy days. Yeah. Yeah. I was having a look. I was trying to find other players that had scored like limited to no tries as well, just to like make a point when I was on Twitter. Oh, do you know and- um, Tony Woodcock for the All Blacks? Very similar no, to him. No, no, I only follow real sports. I don't follow uh, rugby. Sorry, Brian. Uh, he scored a but- try in the um, in the World Cup that we won at home in 2011. I remember. Yeah, happy day. <laughs> I uh, the, I found Blake Laurie, who's got four career tries. Yeah, um, and, but, but he got like two. Blake Laurie's a as, as a war horse. I would love Blake Laurie on my team. But, but see, Blake Laurie's all right because he like he's got an offload. He's got a bit of bit of pizzazz about him like I'd love oh have it. you that seen was... the have you seen the lomax and Laurie piece <laughs> it's the it's the funniest thing ever apart from yeah. uh big christmas day guy it's the best video on youtube yeah oh so. yeah but yeah like if alex 12 was was blake Laurie, i wouldn't have a problem with him it's just nah. that's yeah. not who he is you know yeah. so anyway that's it ryan any any thoughts here on the tigers i know you're a big tigers guy i am a big tigers guy um huge tigers guy <laughs> no 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 more thoughts on this team. No. no more. All right. Yeah. No. Hard pass on the Tigers. All right. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. We will talk to you next time where we go over what could be scarily the most fantasy relevant team in the Canberra Raiders. Love you guys. This show was brought to you by good friends at Picklebet. You can support the show by changing your regular bookmaking provider to Picklebet and using the code AMATURES on your first deposit to let them know where we found you. Make sure to set a deposit limit because chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.